0: the business station.
1: Good morning, I'm Sherrod Kutin. With me, Melissa Idris, in time to look at the news. But before we get to the newspapers, um, let's turn our attention to television uh, in a historic moment for Amno Candidates from Amno's president's uh, post uh, will be talking to each other, or taking each other on, as it were, in a live telecast debate scheduled later today uh, on Astro Awani. That's at 9.30 p.m today. Only three of the seven contestants uh, in the presidential race are going to be taking part in this debate. They are, of course, the main contenders. I'm uh, 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 Vice President Dato Sri Ahmad Zaid Hamidi, uh, Tunku Razali Hamza, as well as Youth Chief uh, Kairi Jamaluddin, or at least the former Youth Chief. Now, uh, ahead of the debate, we speak to moderator Kamarul Byron Haroon. He's the executive editor of Astro Wani. Uh, thank you so much for joining us this morning, Kamarul. We want to begin with the question of uh, the tone that you expect coming out of tonight's debate, considering we don't really have a tradition of televised political debates.
0: Well, we never had a new Malaysia before, Sharad. So this is a new era and new age. But what Awani has always been looking at is to celebrate discourse, especially intellectual discourse. And so the tone of, for tonight, I personally am, am really looking forward to them sharing their deepest and hardest uh thinking on the current issues that we're going to put to them. Because even for Pakatan Harapan, who is now the government, I don't think they've ever had a televised uh, discussion, discourse or debate about their own internal selections of uh, leaders, for example.
2: Kamarul, um, um, Dato' Sri Zaid Hamidi only very recently agreed to participate in the debate. So what do you think brought him on to join the debate tonight?
0: Uh, To tell you frankly, Melissa, I I don't think it was a matter of whether he didn't want or wanted uh, his own relationship uh, with uh, the pursuit of knowledge. And uh, if you look at his political history and his career, he has always been uh, pursuing along that line. And and he has a PhD, for example, in communication. And in all the years that I've been interviewing him, I knew him uh, to be the sort of leader that likes to engage in this sort of event. So it was just that I never had a chance because he's so busy to me personally. And recently when he was uh, at Awani for for a live uh, discussion on Seratus Sari Malaysia Baru, so I just popped up the question and he said yes.
1: Well, do you expect that uh, because uh, this is not some abstract debate about ideas, but actually a contest of wills in some ways, they're going into, uh, you know, a vote, a, a voting process tomorrow, uh, which will determine in large part their political careers. Do you think it could get strained? Do you think they will be trying to score? points against each other, trying to show the other, uh, uh, you know, their rivals uh, as, uh, as lacking in the leadership qualities that will be needed to win this uh, contest tomorrow?
0: Of course, Sharad and uh, Mel, you know that for the longest time uh, over the last few years, the heightened state of politicking in the country is very high. But that shouldn't distract us from, from the fact that politics is also about the business of giving hope hope to a nation, hope to every Malaysian, no matter where they are in my hometown or Kampung in Perglis or in Lubu Antu in Sarawak, uh, in the far reaches of Sabah, for example. And I think they would want to know, because any leader of UMNO would be the leader of the opposition and in uh, you know our uh, recently seen two-party system, of course they want to know what kind of leadership, what kind of thinking what, and what are the new ideas and strategies of Bansai National as the first time ever opposition. So I think while we could choose to look at the adversarial side of politics, I think we should also encourage them to come out with really, really specific and strategic ideas. For example, I think, Ashara, you would like to know how would the leader of UMNO, the new leader of Amno, pitched their strategies against Dr. Mahathir Muhammad and in the near future, Dr. Sri Anwar Ibrahim?
2: Definitely, yeah, yeah, definitely. We definitely want to see that. Uh, so you're going to be moderating tonight. What what kind of format are, are you going to uh, expect tonight? Can you give us a teaser?
0: Melissa, it's, you know, it's a new era of Malaysia. And uh, of course, we look at the US presidential, some from the UK, but it's going to be the typical ala Malaysia. Uh, we want it in our own way. Yes, we can borrow some uh, formats here and there, some kind of uh, Q&A, uh, turns here and there but uh, at the end of the day it's very much very much uh, along the lines of the Malaysian culture and uh, we can be critical uh, dalam bahasa Malaysia will be kita boleh critical tapi critical dengan santun Okay,
1: that, that's very interesting. I, I want to ask you one question, though. Your audience is an audience that is made up perhaps of uh, some AMNO members, but it's a broader Malaysian audience that you have. How do you think that this is going to pose a difficulty for the contestants, they, uh, for the, the, the people in the debate? They are going into this contest tomorrow, and they only have to win over AMNO members. Do they, do they have to win over other Malaysians as well?
0: Sure, uh, for the benefit of your listeners also, um, who might not have been watching Estroani, I would encourage them to do so because uh, this is not a one-off. Over the last few weeks, we've been featuring interviews with candidates not just uh, for the presidential seat, but also for the DVT, uh, for the vice, and also uh, for you know for the other exco members, even the chief of the youth wings and and stuff. So. Uh, it 's not just going to be that one off thing, and uh, they have uh, been on the shows before, even for uh, the candidates and uh, they have said that uh, now voting for Amno is not just a party matter Amno uh, matters is also the national matter because Amno uh, needs to win in uh, the next general election fifteen the support of the people so I guess uh, the new era and this new uh, leadership of potential leadership of amno they are not looking at it from uh, the traditional way because they know that they can no longer just speak to their own group of people, which is their own party members, but also to the nations at large.
1: Thank you so much, Kamarul, and absolutely true. I think all of us are going to be tuning in to this debate tonight. Astro at 9.30 p.m. That was Kamarul Byron haron executive editor of Astro and the moderator of tonight's no presidential debate. So, you, as I said, you can catch it later. Now we turn our attention to the newspapers this morning, um, all of them carrying uh, quite uh, interesting headlines, uh, starting with the freezing. Of the Amno
2: accounts, yeah, that's almost on every front page um, of the papers today—the the English and Malay dailies. So if you look at Malay Mail, the Sun, NSC, the Star Utusan, they all carry this story. MACC freezes Amno accounts, and this is really quite interesting, Sherrod, because you know just on the eve of the um, Supreme Council polls for the party, how will this impact sentiment of? not just kinda of grassroots members, but also division chiefs. As we know in Amno there is a system where the, you know, division chiefs have to vote. Um and whether this could impact the idea of money politics, right? I spoke to... Or the, no
1: money politics and what the, happens to loyalties when, when money... When <laughs> money politics
2: or when uh, the, funds the funds run funds dry. Right. Yeah. You
1: know, we already seen um, two defections uh, from AMNO's uh, parliamentary, uh, you know, side. So, basically, two MPs, uh, Bukit Gantang as well as Bagan Sarai, uh, those MPs have uh, defected. Now, they're, they're defected not to any side at the moment. They're calling themselves independent. There might be uh, Pakistan friendly, uh, if you like. Uh, Coming from Amno, and, and the reasons might be different. I think for the Bagansarai MP, he did say that he always felt like an outsider. He was put there at the protest of the local division chiefs, and he was never really supported. He said that, in fact, they tried to sabotage him. Right. Uh, but, you know, if you read the reports, he was a good friend of the prime minister. Najib Razak was one of the reasons why he got that position now, um, you know, and, and so now he's made that decision. But coming back to your question... When the taps run dry, will that unglue AMNO on a parliamentary level?
2: In fact, some sources say that AMNO funds could be in the region of 350 million ringgit, and that AMNO, the party, needs at least 25 million ringgit annually to. Um, ...for operational purposes. So there you go. Okay. What happens when there's, there's no <laughs> money left?
1: Um, we have uh, on the front pages of Utusan Malaysia... ...that's right, account Amno Di Baku, Frozen. But it also has a picture... Of the prime minister to Dr. Made, uh,'s meeting with uh, the Indonesian uh, President Joko Widodo. So, if you know that, uh, I guess this must be the second foreign visit that the prime minister's made oh, made yes. one to Japan, Japan. and now uh, to Indonesia. Uh, and uh, I'm wondering what's going to come out of this. What a speci- What a specific? Uh, you know, kind of engagements that they're going to have. Malimil has uh, that's, uh, that picture as well there. to Dr. Mate with uh, President Joko Widodo Jokowi, as he's uh, affectionately known. Uh,
2: so Sina Harian has a different front page uh, than most of the papers this morning. They had an exclusive interview with Danku Razali Hamza. And um, the, the ex- exclusive on the front page, um, the headline reads, Kuli de dasurat Has, or Kuli Reveals private letter, special letter. This is, um, I guess, in reference to a letter that Cooley said he wrote in 2014 to parliamentarians detailing his concerns for the state of the nation. But he says no one wrote back. <laughs> in this No, letter, responded to no one responded to him. So in this letter, Cooley noted his concerns over the budget deficit, government borrowings, as well as the rising cost of living and GST. If you remember, he was the uh, former uh, finance minister during uh, Mahathir's time. Yeah,
1: I, I think, you know, especially the candidates in this uh, contest for amno president are going to have to show up their reputation. Now, what is it that they're Uh, you know, the rank and file want to hear? And what is it the rest of the nation wants to hear? And I think that might be divergent uh, you know, uh, messaging there. But uh, we wait to see what happens. Today interesting though, you know, the MACC because tasked with uh, many things and uh, they of course are responsible for the freezing of the accounts. There's a small little story on the top of uh, Utusan Malaysia's uh, banner. It says that Bakas Swami Palakundi Ramam Menyama Pegawai SPRM. So now everybody wants to become an MACC <laughs> officer, it, apparently. Is, it
2: is the top glam job <laughs> now, is. isn't
1: it? And it might be, a, uh, well, some people might, uh, unfortunately, think it's also a lucrative position to have uh, in this uh, current atmosphere.
2: I, I also do want to point out um, on the front page of NST, also in some of the papers, the response uh, to the MACC's investigation by former Prime Minister Datuk Sri uh, Najib Razak. So um, he's saying that legal action has been initiated to reclaim some of the luxury items that were seized by police. He maintains that there are still gifts, that some of them belonged to relatives and third parties. So the headline reads, Najib squares off. And it's got all the... Uh, Najib against the the um, federal C C I D chief uh, Datuk Amas Singh, Sri Singh, then also I G P there as well as uh, Tan Mahathir. there.
1: I, I do think you know I, there's going to be a bit of a dilemma for those who are trying to prove their gifts. How many of us have uh, um, a written proof of the gifts that we have received? I mean, just on the on the on that basis, right? Would you what would you refer like to a, birthday, a card like a Car- birthday card?
2: Yeah, a but birthday the
1: birthday card. cards don't tell you what the gift is.
2: Right. But then again, I don't receive tiaras as as gifts. You don't. Not not many people do. Well, I'm open to it. Okay.
1: There, there, Melissa Idres, putting out a call (laughs) for a tiara. We'll be coming back with a look at some of these business stories, including the decision to put in place a proper policy on foreign workers. Stay tuned. BFM 89.9.
0: Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes.